Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your children. Stand up for God. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for the Bible. Anyway, now, now, are you still with me? Yes, sir. Okay. He that descended, the same also that ascended far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Because the work was not simply accomplished in hell. Paul said, I know a man above 12 years ago, 15 years ago, something like that. Some years ago, I don't know everything, just some things. Paul said, I knew a man some years ago. The same was caught up, right? So he was, he didn't descend, he was caught up, right? Into the third heaven. How many heavens are there? Count the fingers. There are three, at least. There are at least three. There are the heavenlies, which is the upper atmosphere of the earth. What is it, stripping the surly bonds of earth? Who said that? Ronald Reagan or somebody said that. Yes. See, you need to study. So, three heavens. How many heavens are there? There are three. There is the firmament, which is the expanse above the earth, the upper atmosphere of the earth. Then there is the third heaven, which is where God's throne is. That's the third heaven. So like an Oreo cookie, there's an expanse in the middle. The firmament above the upper atmosphere of the earth and before the third heaven is called the firmament. And if you study the book, you'll find out that when Satan was cast out of heaven, he ended up in the firmament. That's the reason they're called the principalities and powers of the air. Spiritual wickedness in high places. That's the middle. So for God to get your blessing from earth, when you're believing him like Daniel, Daniel prayed for 21 days. We can't get folk to pray for 21 minutes. I wish somebody would just say amen every now and then. He prayed for 21 days, but no answer came. And Daniel said, Lord, haven't you heard your servant's prayer? But an answer from God was sent that same day. But the prince of darkness stood in its way. But when the answer came, I can hear Daniel say, there's power in prayer. So whatever you need has got to get from earth <laughs> through the firmament 
You ever hear people say, I just felt like my prayers didn't even reach the roof? Well, first of all, that's wrong. That's religiosity. You never prayed the prayer he didn't hear and answered the moment you prayed it. Or the book's not true. God wasn't making up his mind for 21 days. He dispatched an angel with the answer for Daniel the moment he prayed. But there was some warfare up there. I'm trying to help somebody. I got, I got something from God has just been held up long enough. And this morning I got out my bed early and I went and walked around and I let every principality and every power and the rulers of the, I mean, I was screaming. Let it go. Loose it. Whatsoever I bind on earth bound in the firmament. What? Whatsoever I loose on earth is loosed in the firmament. You got something held up that you know belongs to you. It's the promise of God you asked and he said yes. And you know that that devil is trying to block it. I dare you right now to jump up on your feet and start screaming, let it go. Let your children go. Let your money go. Let the finances to pay your school bill go. Let the anointing to win your family go. Let your sister go. Let your niece go. Be seated. Be seated. Because if there's a third heaven, it stands to reason there's a first and a second. Now, we don't know if there's a fourth. Maybe. You know, there's a lot we don't know. Great prophet of God 200 years ago said, I see unborn ages proceeding out of the being of God. You think this messed up little planet is it? Come on, man. We serve the God of the eternal ages with no beginning of life, no end of days, no mother, no father. Came from teeming, nothing and nowhere. Wow. He's got something for, you know, people, bless her hearts. Like, I understand that, you know, well, when I get to heaven, I'm so tired. I'm just going to sit by the river and dangle my feet in the water. No, you're not. You're not going to be tired there. I had a woman shouting in my service one time, praise his name, we'll have victory over the devil when we get home. I said, honey, he's not there. You need victory over the devil down. Shout, I got victory. I'm a warrior. Okay, I'm going to get to it here. Just got about eight more verses. You ready? 
He gave some what? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. If you are thankful, even though you really don't understand what they are, that God said in the church fivefold ministry office gifts, I dare you to thank him right now because you'd have been dead without him. We got too many Miriams in the church. Got Bible college students think they know more than the professors. You were a witch five years ago, but you got so much revelation. You out selling your body 18 months ago. Settle down, learn something. But it's the church's fault for exalting novices. Go to Bible college for two years and think they're going to win the world and won their family. That was all in here. Let's see. Let's see. Four. Okay. Now we're going. To, now you're going to get messed up. Now you're going to get messed up. So we have too many Miriams in the church. Miriam got to go across the Dead Sea with Moses, and she thought it had something to do with her. You'll see when you get out there. Won't they? How many can we take them to that we said? Now you think what's on you now is you. Go out there with it. Leave your covering with it. Do your own thing and see what's over your head. You never hear about them now. What? You never hear about them now. You never what? Hear about them now. No, you never hear about them now. Because they went chasing a pot of porridge. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for what God had. <laughs> okay, now, now wait. Why are there apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers? Why? For the perfecting of the saints. What's that word mean? Again, when you're my age, questions haunt you. What, 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 does, what does that word mean? To perfect. Ephesians 4.12. To perfect means, number one, to complete. Uh, say this, I'm not done yet. Say this, I'm half-baked. Now you're getting some humility. When I sat at a table with Dr. Lester Sumrall, when I sat at a table with him, T.L. Lowry, T.L. and Daisy Osborne. These are people you don't even know because you don't study. They shook the earth. I don't mean they, you know, talk to 12 people. They shook the earth. And I'm sitting at a table. Dr. Oral Roberts, Dr. Lester Sumrall, Dr. T.L. Lowry, Dr. T.L. Osborne, 
his wife, Daisy, Dr. Kenneth E. Hagen, they all sitting there and me and me. I'm in my twenties. You know how I got to my thirties? Cause I knew to sit, hush and listen. When you are in the presence of greatness, here's a good rule to remember. You already know everything you know. So in order for you to find out something you don't know, you need to stop trying to impress people. All that. Stop trying to impress people. Stop trying to push your way in. Trying to quit making room for yourself. The gift. The gift will make room for you. I don't know why I'm on this tonight. Dr. Lester Sumrall, I was at Brother Hagen's. I was, I was on the campus of Raymond Bible Training Center. I, I don't know, I might have been 23 years old, something like that. And uh, R.W. Schambach and Dr. Hagen and Dr. Sumrall were, were standing in the aisleway and Brother Summerall was standing just like this, talking with them, and I was sitting right there. Do you think I stood up? Are you crazy? That's what you'd have done. Because you don't have good sense yet. You don't have honor yet. You don't understand legacy yet. You're just running off half-baked. I sat right there and held my peace. And all three of them walked away. The next week, I got a phone call in my office in the basement of a 180 seat church that I wondered under God, would we ever get filled? My part-time secretary came running around to my little office and said, Dr. Lester Summerall's on the phone. I said, hush. How, how would he know me? Well, my gift made room for me. I never did ask to talk to him. Never did ask to meet him. Never did interrupt him in a conversation. Never did I act like I knew more. He has already forgotten before he left this earth more than I will ever know. This generation needs a good shaking, a good shaking. You've been told you're all that in a bag of chips so long that you believed it. You believed your own press. Here's what you need to learn about that. If you believe all the accolades, you'll believe all the criticism. 
Very few people can handle the accolades. Almost nobody can handle the criticism. Very few people can handle extravagant growth and success. Far less can handle decline. And they're all finding it out because they're all 40% down right now. And they're quitting like flies. You listening to me? Now, here's, here's where I'm trying to get to. Uh, here's, I'm, I'm, can I come back to this? I'm not preaching for TV tonight. I'm, I'm trying to teach you. Because I looked up and people didn't know anything. They just don't know anything. But they can. But somebody's got to teach them. Somebody's got to quit showing off and grandstanding and preaching for shouts. And just teach the people. Just teach the people. So it means to complete. Shout. I'm not done yet. Not going off half-baked. Well, I got my associate's degree. Yeah, you're halfway. You're halfway. Oh, no, I'm finished. I'm, re I'm ready to go. No, you're not. Here we go. Uh, it means to perfect. Say to perfect. perfect. Means to repair. <laughs> that means those five gifts are given, watch me, to fix you. We got too many Miriams. Miriam, Moses' sister. Doesn't God hear? Why we have to listen to Moses? God, she, she thought she was a man. God <laughs> speaks to us too. Well, she found out. She found out. You don't get this thing by relationship. Hello? You get it by impartation. That's another thing that's wrong with this generation. They think everything is relationship-based. Stand up, Elder Canfield. How long you been here? 40 years. 40 years. Did we ever go raccoon hunting together? No, sir. No. Did we ever go bowling together? No, sir. We ever go golfing together? Lord, no. <laughs> How many times a week you call me? None. Well, I gotta, come here, come here. I, I gotta be around you so I can get your spirit. Sit down and listen. Brother Summerall had it and I wanted it. And I wasn't looking to leave anytime soon. I got on the floor and cried till this man had to come pick me up in my office and get me and shove me out on this platform on a Sunday morning. 
219-291-3292. Do you know what that is? It's his number. He's been gone now in 20 years. I still know his phone number. I can still hear his voice. Sometimes it wakes me up at night like he's in the room talking to me. Once you find a truly called, anointed, and appointed five-fold ministry office gift, not because their wife told them they were, You know what my mother said to me? I said, I was about to die. I'd graduated high school. I'd taken a year off trying to figure out, you know, Ashton, it's amazing how much wisdom she's gained in the last, you know, five or six years. She said, no person 18 years of age should ever be asked, what do you want to do with your life? Cause they're crazy. She said, I can't believe you let me do this and so. I was 18 years old. My brain wasn't even baked yet. Dumb. She said, I was dumb. I said, I wish you'd have told me that when I said you were 18. I was trying to tell you what to do. You were awful smart then. (laughs) Right? What was I telling you over there? I was dying. I mean, literally, like for real, not trying to get attention. Back there, you didn't get, back then you didn't get attention that way. If I told my dad, well, I'm thinking about doing this and so, he just said, you better straighten yourself up. Not, (laughs) I was driving down Diley Road. You can go down tonight if you want to. I was driving down there and I was so sick. And my mother said, I've about had it with you. What on earth is wrong with you? We've had you to every doctor. We've had you x-rayed, turned upside down, jiggled. We've done everything we know to do. Now what's wrong with you? And I went, maybe I want to preach. And then I went, I said, no, I don't. I don't know why in the world I said that. And she said, if you think you want to be a man of God, you better go get in Bible college somewhere and try to learn something. Now, she'd had me in church since I was born. But she didn't want me going off half-baked. Tonight, you may say this message is called, Don't Go Off Half Baked. <laughs> okay? There, there are other things. We're going to have fun with this one. We're going to have fun with this one. Two, perfect means to frame. <laughs> God wants to frame you. No, you're not getting it. Uh, Think of uh, Bonnie and Clyde. God wants to frame you. 
He wants to set you up. He wants to frame you. I watched a documentary not long ago on how the, the first original motion pictures were made. It was so cool to watch it. Now you can see the same thing on like when somebody sends you a video by text. You, you, down at the bottom, you can see how that video works so that you can go in and edit it. Are you with me? You know how you edit? Frame by frame. There's some frames God wants to cut out of your life. There are some frames God wants to add to your life. There are some frames that God wants to move in slow motion. But he's framing your life through fivefold ministry office gifts. They're the editors. It also means to fit. God wants to fit you into place, right? And with the right anointing. That, that's the purpose of the fivefold ministry. Well, well, I am a fivefold ministry office gift. I doubt it, but let's say you are. The first thing I ask everybody that says they're a fivefold ministry office gift is very simple. Uh, who's your daddy? Who's your pastor? Who can tell you no today? And regardless of what you think about it, you would obey. Because if you don't have that, you ain't no kind of ministry yet. I mean, when you think you're right to stand up and they say, just sit down and walk away. You get mad, you get angry, you get all kinds of ways. You ain't one of these. Nor will you ever be until you deal with that, fix that. These gifts are to perfect us. And if we try to tear Ephesians 4 out of the Bible, we're in a mess. Don't you understand? I don't understand why like people have such an issue with submission to authority. I don't understand it. Do you know there's a spirit of rebellion and deception in the earth today like it has never faced? I see people all the time and I will, I will see written across their forehead, deception. They're under deception. Now, there's very little you can do with that. There's very little you can do with that because it has to do with their will. Unless they're possessed. Now, if they're just under the influence of darkness, that's different than being possessed. If they're possessed, I can cast it out of them and they'll come back to their right mind. But if they're just oppressed, it's not the same. If they're in regression, it's not the same. If they're in suppression, it's not the same. There are seven steps to get to that stage. 
Do you know what they are? How about I teach you? Not tonight. But how about I teach you? And you can see where you are on those seven steps. And I promise you, it's not where you think you are. Be careful telling people all the time, well, I'm just depressed today. You're four steps in. You're four steps on the way. Turn around, man. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Go find it. Go find it. The pharmaceutical companies in this nation are killing us. Every kind of prescription for every... I got an itch on my nose. Take this. Well, I... I went outside and I got rained on and I slipped and I hit my back. I'm just so sad about it. Take this. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful with things that play around with your mind. Your mind's part of your soul. Amen? Uh, I like this one, Elder. It means to adjust. I'd sat writing the other day for uh, 10, 10 to 11 hours writing. And I'd sat in one position. And when I got up from that position, it was like my body was like, no, you have to stay like this. <laughs> you ever have your body do that? You get up in the morning, you're like, you're in a stretch. You're like, yeah, no. Body says no. You're just going to stay like this. That's what the devil wants to do with you. Get you stuck. Well, this is as far as I can go. Honey, you haven't scratched the surface. There's so much for you to learn, for you to operate in, for you to flow in, the miracles for you to watch, the victories for you to have. Come on, man. Come on. Don't roll over. So I called my good friend, Dr. Schoen, over in Pickerington. He likes me and I like him. We've both been together in Pickerington since half of it was gravel roads. Over 40 years, both of us. And I said, I said, Doc, I, I was writing. And I, I'm like, he just get on the table. Okay. Lay on your side, okay. I didn't say, now, I don't have to obey you. I don't have to listen to you. He said, lay down. He had me do the craziest thing. I was like, like this. And he, Pull that leg up like that. And he had me scoot out on the table. And he got on this shoulder. And he got on this knee with his knee. And he went. <laughs> and it hurt so bad. And then felt so good. 
That's what the five-fold ministry does for you. They make you feel so bad and adjust you and make you feel so good. Last part. Last part of it. I don't think just preaches as good as mine, but we'll see. What, what version is this? Oh, it's mine. There's a good preaching Bible. Let's see here. Here we go. Okay. Growing up together, fullness of the. I knew it's in there somewhere. Hold, hold that. Watch this now. Until we all come into the unity of, oh wait, for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Stop asking me how long I pray. I'm not going to tell you to begin with. Because you're not supposed to try to mock and do what I do. Bishop Amos, he's been going all over the country to different churches. And he said, it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. He said, I have never seen you since I've been serving you do this. He said, I only see that on videos from the 90s and the early 2000s. And you go like that when the anointing comes on you. He said, virtually every church I go in, the pastor's going. Right. Yeah, they wore suspenders because I wore suspenders. But Elder Canfield, he's one of those thorough guys. Like he wears suspenders and a belt. <laughs> Shout glory! glory! You made me lose my place. Here, there, here. Oh man, this is so good. But speaking the truth in love, we may grow up. That's where I was going all night. I was going to start there. That we might grow up. We got to get some mature saints in the church again who are rock solid in doctrine, understanding, and wisdom. Amen. Amen. Wow, listen to this. Speaking the truth, I might grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ himself, from whom the whole body is joined together, connected by every joint and ligament as every part effectively does its work and grows building itself up in love. That's what God's building here. He's building lives. He's fitting things together. He's adjusting people. He's adjusting you. And he uses the fivefold ministry to do that. There's some stuff you can't get from somebody putting hands on you. There's some stuff you can, but there's some stuff you can't 
You got to dig it out. You got to hear it. You got to let it take root. You got to let it adjust you so you can grow up big and strong like April, like Jennifer. I just watched you grow since you've been here. Just, I've just seen it on you. Your countenance has changed. Your worship has changed. I was in Tractor Supply today. It's every hillbilly's favorite store. Come on now, sir. I was in Tractor Supply today. That's good. And a young man came up to me and he, he said, excuse me, are, are you Pastor Parsley? I said, uh, why? <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, he said, I came to your church two weeks ago. I said, you did? He said, yeah. A young guy named Logan invited me. I said, I think I know Logan. He said, well, his mom's name is Debbie. I said, yeah, I know them. He said, well, I went to school with some of them. And he said, they invited me to church. And he got tears in his eyes and tractor supply. I wasn't sure if it was the smell of rubber and all that kind of stuff. Or just, but he's got tears in his eyes. And he said, he said, I just want you to know that I knew Logan. And I know Logan now. And the Logan I know now is nothing like the Logan I used to know. That's what this is all about. Yes. Now, Lord, bless these. Let this word take root in their hearts. Encourage them and strengthen them. Let them be willing to be on the potter's wheel. Let them be willing and obedient and humble so that they can grow into everything you have for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, no easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.